Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. How are you? Happy Thursday, episode 883. Today, we're going to talk to Brock. Um, Brock is actually, I connected Brock with another one of our Teach Hoopers, um, one of my friends who I do high school hoops with. Brock and Jake have kind of really grown a great relationship. And that's what we do at teachhoops.com. We we make sure that not only in our community, but we get your questions answered ASAP. Um, and if like there's not information on the teachhoops.com, resources we will get it for you yes we will go over and check it out 14 for trial we talk like i said yesterday my brother's pushing me to increase prices if you want to get in your price will be that price for the lifetime of your membership i never increase it on on, on members so uh yeah go over and check it out also go over and check out dr dish um they are partners with us in 2021 and we are so excited about it and and like i've told jake on a high school hoops. The only reason I partner with these people is because I believe in their product. I do. I own two of them. They are, they are a great shooting machine. Go over and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to coach unplugged. And now your host, Steve Collins. Sorry, I might not have sent that. I don't know. It's oh, been, no. it's been yeah. one of those weekends, so um, I might have been on me, but I don't know. Oh. The weather. Okay. Thanks for moving it up a little bit because it's like I think we're in a good window right now with the weather, and I hate with all my equipment to be when it's like really nasty out. But looks like yeah, for sure. I think that's coming our way. We have like it's like hot and humid, super hot and humid here. Yeah, it was hot all weekend. It was like ninety two here all weekend, and now it's like. It just, you know, it would be good. It'll cool it down. All right. So how can I help? What, what, so give me some, uh, give me some background and how I can help. Sure. Yeah. Thanks for, um, uh, well, first I just want to say I'm excited to kind of be one of the teach hoops members. I just think you have a lot of quality content 
It'll be then, great. I mean, we're adding. So I'm going to, I'm going to put a disclaimer right now for the next month. It's like, we're, we're a work in progress. We're, I'll show you my, like, that's, that's the stuff we got to do on the website right now. So we're working on it, but it will be really good by basketball season. I can guarantee. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to the practice planning one now. That's and, really good. Uh, yeah. It's super quality. This listen to one with you and uh, I think it's Mike Winters. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Get some yeah, good stuff. Really good. I mean, I think, the key to a coach is just being a great practice planner and a great coach during practice. The games are kind of the fruits of all that. Yeah. I, I would argue, I would argue that practice is like, if you think of a in terms of a piece of a pie, um, yeah, there's practice, there's practice coaches, there's game coaches, but I think the stuff off the court, like is as important sometimes with the other two things, like, you know, they gotta be, they gotta want to go to battle with you really bad. Right, for um, sure, and that's hard right now. Like, I I find that right now because just the relationship stuff. It's like I feel disconnected from them because I don't see them. I don't see them because we can't work them out or do anything with them. Um, yeah, it's it's got to yeah. be a little unique. Um, I've been helping with uh, an AAU team. Um, just you know, you you've been recommending just coach as much as you can, and that's really the only thing going right now are like those private teams. Yep. But um, it's interesting working with a private team. You got kids coming from all over. They pay to play, and just kind of the the team unity is a lot different. And there's a lot more selfishness. Oh yeah, it's not. It's it's about yeah. That's that that's about that's about them, not about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. At least you know that going in. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean it's good. You still learn the game, but it's like a little frustrating because it's like. Well, the nuances of the game, the coaching in the summer and the coaching during a season is totally different because the chess match, the first of all, the chess match isn't there between the coaches Mm -hmm. and you're not seeing them every day to tweak things. That's the issue I have with it. It's like, it's like teaching. It's like, if I only, if I only see you once a week and then I expect you to do stuff in my class, it's not going to work very well. Um, Right. But if I see every day and, you know, I know you're pivoting off the wrong foot or something, I can fix it. That's the hard part with coaching. You just, you're more like, it's more like hurting cats in some respects than it is coaching. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's been fun so far, but uh, so I just recently um, just based off your newsletter, you know, I clicked on one of the links for John Wooden and obviously one of the greatest coaches and kind of, I watched, I got one a little bit up on a binge and watched like three hours worth of stuff on him and his philosophies. And uh, it was just interesting to see like how specific, like he tells guys what he wants. Like even like, he doesn't just say dribble the basketball. It's like, I want it to this height. I want it to stay within your body. And, uh, and then, you know, he just had his, his way, but um, it was not, he, he was no yelling. It was just strictly like, I'm going to teach you how to play and it's, and this is how it's. Yep. Um, and, and I, and I think the pivot from him is you, you want them to fail. Like I, I've, I'm convinced on this over time is you, I want them to, to make mistakes because then we can correct those, those mistakes. Cause that means they're pushing themselves. Um, yeah. The wooden stuff's really good. So here's the levels of, you know, like a, you you're in right now, you can't do as much coaching and teaching as you want. Right. And then you get the high school coach, which I see maybe five or six days a week for four months. And that's it. Right. And then you get the college guys who basically kind of see him on and off all year. Right. Um, so you got to remember, he's at the top of that pyramid mm-hmm. where, you know, he has a little bit more control than 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 a high school coach does as far as the teachings part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, we're you know, the high school coach is somewhere in the middle of that where I can do some corrections, but I can't, you know, I see him a third of the year and I only see him, you know, for this short period. So, um, but Wooden's great. I mean, yeah, if you want to dive into reading stuff, I can give you stuff to read from, I mean, I obviously you can see them in my library. I love to read. Um, yeah, you, once you start going down one of those rabbit holes, though, it's crazy. I know. He's just a quality human being, you know, and so they're talking about his life and, you know, people respect him. And it's like him and Coach K didn't win until they got players either. That's like, interesting. He wanted to quit after, like, two years at UCLA, he said. Yeah. You should do some research. John Wooden's great. I'm not taking anything away from his legacy, yeah, but no. he, had a, he had a booster behind him that got him players, too. Don't See, that's what, I, that's what I'm just curious about, too, because it's like, <laughs> what do I take with, like, a grain of salt and, like, um, you know, and, like – The same with Coach K. Man, they were ready – he was ready to get – they were going to run him out of town. And then he got that one recruiting class, and boom, you know. So, I think what they're saying is right. Um, I just think, you know, you got to put it in perspective, too. I think there's other – I mean, there's lots of great coaches. I think Stevens is a great coach at the Celtics right yeah, now. Yeah. I absolutely. mean, I think all those guys – philosophically yes I, I agree with everything they're saying it's just like you got to pick the pieces that fit you that's what i right. tell coaches um mm -hmm. they'll pick what you feel like i can do that like i can't do everything all of them do but um yeah have you read um have you read great stuff have you read that book yeah yeah that was the first book you recommended yeah like, have you read that that's a great you know, book for minuscule stuff and teaching stuff oh i love that yeah, yeah. I mean, it's super practical anything by dick devenzio is good it's just simple yeah. it's it's that, that's always the first one and then the pete carell one would be the next one i'd read um the football coach no nah, not carell um hold on let me look everything i'd read this one this is an oldie but goodie and it talks about the disease of me, <laughs> um, which I refer to a lot. You know, how it can, that can overtake a team when people start worrying about themselves. So Pat Riley, a winner within. This is a goodie, an oldie, but a goodie. Um, I'd read this one on free throws. It's probably the Bible of free throw shooting. Seven steps of successful free throw shooting, because I think that's a big part of winning games. And then this one, I meant, um, I meant the Princeton Coast. I, 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 um, the strong take, uh, the smart take from the strong. This is very similar to um, what I got in here. Oh, look at this! I got to pull these out. Holy crud! I'm not sure why they're in there. Um, find stuff and tucked inside my books. Anyway, this one's great. It's like um, it's like the Dick Devonzio. Very easy read. Short oh, little. Cool. Yeah, it's very short little snippets. What I what I look for in a player, what to be good at, teaching versus coaching, the truth about fast players, what to emphasize. They're like little little paragraphs, and this is it's a, this is a great read. This would be oh, the great. next one I would read because um, it kind of helps you kind of get your philosophy down. Mm -hmm. uh, what I found in here, this is crazy. This has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I basically went through and did like I think I'm a big believer in threes. Yeah. and like it says the three key teaching points so i have a philosophy like play with a chip precision get be uh get better together those were our three key points and then a teaching point for possessions was stop score stop you know uh, uh shooting uh the three key te techniques for shooting were catch square shoot 
So you got to keep everything simple to them. Otherwise, they'll forget it. Right. Um, you know, offensive rules were break, five out offense or fist was what we call it. So that's I, – I, and I, oh, I forgot I had all these. I got to pull these. Anyway, they got tucked in my thing. But I, I like keeping things simple as possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can send you these. I got to find them. I got to find the PDF of those. I have not put out those on T-Troops yet. I've been working on that. Okay. Um, that's where I'd start. You finish those three books, and I'll get you some more. Um, yeah, I would philosophically, that's what I would do. Now, what is your long-term play? What do you want to do? See, that's the hard thing. It's like, so I'm coming from – coaching football and baseball and I really enjoy those sports you know I I don't know how much longer football is going to be prevalent in the high school level you know so, I think it's going to be prevalent because I think there's a billion dollar industry behind it <laughs> I think uh I'm a stats teacher you probably listen to my podcast and know that but I'm I'm thoroughly convinced that the girls I'm te- the women young women or the girls I'm teaching now they're in high school their kids won't play football it's a genera- It's at least a generation away, maybe two. Um, they'll put them into other sports, I think. Um, so I think it's going to do- die this kind of slow bleeding death um, as science comes out and shows what the sport's going to do. Football coaches, whatever, they can send me emails. I don't care. Um, at some point, if I put this on T-Tubes. Uh, so that's the first thing. So you should take stuff from football. Yeah, I mean, there's some things already just defensively that, like, I'm a defensive backs coach, and just in terms of like what hand to use when you're going. Football, football coaches do great things about as far as calls, about how to organize, about how to. I, I, I mean, uh, I probably got 20 football books up in here from football yeah. coaches. Um, and this the toughness is, thing too. Just and it is the thing, thing about baseball is baseball is so slow moving. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like. I coached my son playing baseball growing up. It was like, I couldn't believe how much time I had to make decisions. Like in basketball, you don't have time. Like You're just spitting sunflower seeds in baseball. You're yeah, chipping. it's like, oh, we're going to have him. Like, yeah, it's like, what do you, you're not, this is like, basketball is like, like, you know, yeah, it's like a rock concert. And it's like going to the symphony coaching baseball. It's like, See, that's kind of, and that was kind of leading into my next question is like coming from football, you got set plays to baseball, which is like one player at a time versus a pitcher. It's like basketball is such a fluid sport. Yep. And like, it's interesting coaching it because there's, there's only certain stoppages of play. You got timeouts, out of bounds, fouls, or start of a new period. Those are the main ones. Right. Um, and just like, so like as a coach, it's like, like where am I going to like, like once the game's going, like I've just seen already, just coaching on uh, or helping assist, like the game gets going, you can get lost in it quick. Oh, well, you should coach your own kid like I did. I was, there, there were times I had to like literally catch myself, stop watching the game. I felt like I was watching the game as a dad. Very honest. <laughs> so it was crazy. Um, yeah. So you want to be a high school coach? You want to be a college coach? You I want to be, a, I mean, I'm going into special education. I would okay, like you're to. Gonna, that means you'll get a job. Done. Check. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd like to work in a high school. Okay. I'd like to work my way up and like learn the game. So I'm like, I'm aware that there's a process to that. So there is. eventually I'd like to be a head coach. Cause I, I just like the influence that you could have on other coaches. And where do you live? What area? I live uh, Northwest suburbs. We're probably going to move to the South suburbs of Chicago. Okay. Are you a Cubs fan? Huge Cubs fan. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Thank you. We won nine, one today. I know. Next yeah. time they next time we play 
at Wrigley again, I could help you with tickets. Oh my God. I love my, you got to understand my dad. So my dad grew up in Northern Wisconsin. The yeah. only way we could, he, he grew up listening to WGN. It was the forties. Right. Yeah. And I remember the day we got cable TV so we could watch the Cubs and watch Harry awesome. Carey. I remember the, I remember the day we got cable and the only reason we got it because of the Cubs. It's literally, I mean, when they won the World Series, I mean, I didn't think my dad would see it. It's the first one. Uh, He's 86. I never thought he'd yeah. see it. And I mean, my son, I'm just bawling. Oh, my God. I, I was bawling during the parade. It was like, I cannot still believe they won a World Championship. I know. It's it's, like, it's, yes. It doesn't seem real. And it's like, and the ba- Wrigley Field and, yeah. and Fenway. Have you been to Fenway? That, I, I want to go. I haven't been there. Oh, you got to go to Fenway. It's literally, it'll, it'll, yeah. And the thing about Fenway is they're doing what they're trying to do at Wrigley is they're, they, Fenway bought the block around Fenway. Oh, okay. So you yep. can actually leave the park during the game and then walk back into the park. Like they, they own the block around Fenway. I think but that's I, what, I think that's what Rickers is trying to do for Chicago. Yeah, he kind of did. He got it kind of from the Cardinals kind of had ballpark village. Yeah. To, so he's to trying to do all the that. rooftops, all the rooftops are really bought the rooftops, but literally Fenway bought the streets. Oh, really? Like the, 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 no, like you can leave and go to the bar across the street and then go back into the game and you don't have to show them your ticket again. Like it's, just, it's crazy. It's, it's, um, but anyway, I went to a, a Red Sox Yankees game. At Fenway, oh, oh my God, you that's can't. that's the best. You oh, they they, they, they would literally run each other over with their cars if they could. That's the hatred from the Red Sox. Fans. I know Red Sox fans are different. They're, okay, they're different. so so are you? So you have a big. The reason I asked the question, not that I'm happy you're a Cubs fan, um, yeah. but <laughs> the reason I asked the question was I was wondering if you um, you have a big enough swatch so you don't have to move. Like sometimes you got to move to get a job. Yeah, um, great. But the Swatch is probably big enough in that area. Like, if you live in Wyoming, it's like you got right. two high schools, and what are you going to do? Sure. Um, okay, so uh, so that's the first thing. Second, so so your homework. So uh, here's what I'm going to say to you: is you got to start working on your. I don't. I have a portfolio philosophy. Um, it's basically the first step. I'm I'm working on a roadmap for Teach Hoops members, especially the young ones. Yep. And and that's the other whiteboard over here that's kind of blank. I'm working on my roadmap. But your first step should be what do you – so you want coaching philosophy, you want offensive philosophy, you want defensive philosophy. And I have some of these. I haven't put them in – I don't think I've put them on the site yet, but I can send you a bunch as kind of generic ones um, to get you moving. But that's – you got to start thinking that because over the next three or four years or whatever when you're doing it, you're going to change – this is a working document. Right. Like, because when you go for a job interview, you're going to, because everyone I've helped in the last six months or year for job, I have a whole thing on job interviews and questions and prep. And trust me, you'll be, you'd be ready from that standpoint, but it's hard to put that document together fast. It's easier to get ready for the interview, but it's hard to get ready for that document. You want to pop that down and say, here's what I want from the program. Here's how I'm going to fundraise. Here's because basically basketball and football are like king of the hill in most high schools. Right. Um, you know, there's places in Minnesota that hockey is and there's places, there's pockets, but it's similar to the collegiate game. It's football and basketball tend to be the, so they tend to take those interviews more seriously. Um, and you have to start thinking about like how you're going to deal with parents. How are you going to fundraise? 
how are you going to deal with summer work? How are you going to do, I mean, all that stuff. And it's just, it's this kind of working document that by the time that job opens up, um, you'll be ready for it is even if you're a freshman coach or JV coach, you still be thinking about what do I want to do? Obviously you're going to do more stuff that the yeah. head coach wants, but it's more that, you know, as you coach more, you're going to find out what you like and what you don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's multiple ways of coaching this game. Like I'm not going to say one's better than another. Um, you just got to feel what you're comfortable with. You know, do you like going up and down? Do you like going slower? What do you feel like a structured offense? You know, um, so that's where I'd go on teach hoops and, and take, there's like one, there's one like picking an offense, picking a defense, some of those things. And they're not very long, but they'll start making you think about what do I want? And then you can start experimenting like the kids and Mm -hmm. I, and this will work. This doesn't work. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, because I I mean, I used to run a very structured offense. I ran fist and I ran a a swing flex kind, and now I'm into a motion. I've coached in 30 years. I've had slow teams. I've had fast teams. I've had, you know, you have to know how to do everything. (laughs) <laughs> but the boys or the girl, the girls only need to do need to know to what you want them to do. Like we're only going right. to do this thing. Um, but you have to be feel comfortable. Take like being a math teacher. I have to be able to teach pre-algebra to calculus because I don't know yeah. what I'm going to teach year from year. So I got to be comfortable teaching all of them. And if I get thrown into it, I can do it, kind of thing. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah, I use Evernote, so I've just I've been compiling already, just good different people, and then you know, eventually I'm going to go through them and then kind of think, all right, what fits with me? Yeah. I mean, I tell people when people, when I've been interviewed and stuff, people have asked and I said, I'm, I'm an accumulation of probably 10 people in my coaching philosophy from my dad to my high school coach, to my college coach, to the people I coached under, I'm a little bit of all of them. Some of them I thought were horrible. I won't tell which ones were bad. And some of them were really good. And, and, even the bad ones, I took something from the bad ones. It's like, I like this. I definitely will never, 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 never do that. So um, I think that's part of the growth process too. That's why they don't tend to hire 21 year olds to be head for sure. coaches just because you need some experience kind of doing that. Um, but that's what I, yeah. I, if you're using Evernote, that's perfect. Something like that where you can start keeping, um, keeping that. I will, I will look for, some of those old ones too to send you i'll write myself a note thanks yep um yeah i have some some a couple specific uh yep. basketball related questions yep. shoot away as it relates to we we're talking about john I won't, t- I won't tell you that there's coffee and a little baileys in there so <laughs> go ahead it's it's 7 30 it's, it's late go. enough i can have a little baileys yeah um yeah so interesting like I, i've heard kind of you talk about boxing out and like some of your drills you like to do drills where the ball has to bounce once or bounce twice um yep. just that's a really solid box out you know listening to to john wooden talk about it he was saying like you know people talk about boxing out i just say go get the ball your mentality should always assume a miss and go go get the ball and now i'm like wait what Yep. So, so that there's two, I mean, uh, first of all, you should listen to John Wooden, not me. That's the first <laughs> thing. So done. But the second thing is, you, you, so that's, what's going to happen. You're going to hear these things and then you got to figure out which one do you feel like you can do like, <laughs> and then go with that. There's no wrong. There's no wrong answer on that. I have come under the, it's what you, first of all, what you emphasize is what they're going to do. Right. 
So if you emphasize rebounding, they will. My teams have always rebounded well because every drill we do, you get extra points for offensive rebounds. And if you listen to the podcast, you know that I, I consider offensive rebounds freebies yep. and that they can do whatever they want. They could literally throw it up to their grandma in the stands if they get an offensive rebound because that's their rebound. They can do whatever they want. So most of them shoot it right away because it's an offensive rebound. But um, I uh, – so I, I emphasize that a lot. That's why we do it well. I also – something I've changed over the last two or three years is I like to do a lot of drills where, there's, where they're learning the reads. If you watched Last Dance with Rodman, did you watch that? Oh, yeah, I love that. When he, when he was talking about his rebounding and he would go in for an hour, hour and a half and just rebound when he have somebody shoot. Yep. All he was doing is getting the read for the – for the bounce of the ball off the rim. Mm -hmm. Well, all my shooting drills now, if, the, if there's a miss and a rebounder, I make the rebounder put get the ball and then put it back in. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to do there is I'm trying to teach them to read where the ball is going to bounce off the backboard. And that has really helped us over the last three or four years. Um, we've been smaller, so it's been a little bit harder. But um, that, that I've been able to emphasize, okay, it's a miss, but let's go get it and put it back in. Um, if it's a make, then you just grab it and throw it back out when we're doing some of those drills. Uh, but that seems to help. No, I mean, I'm not sure if I answered your question on that. but No, no, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You just got to decide, and I think it could be like a combination. Right. How do, you fight, how do you fight? How do you handle screens? How I handle screens and how you handle screens might be totally different. Just whatever you decide you want to do, and, might, and it will change. Trust me, if you coach long enough, everything's going to change over time. Um, you know, the game has become threes and layups. Basically when I started coaching, it wasn't that, but if I hadn't adjusted my coaching, I'd be left in the dust. So, but going back to the screen thing, you got to decide, you know, how are you going to handle a ball screen? Like, mm -hmm. are you going to handle it different with every kid? Are you going to handle it different with different teams? Are you going to handle it the same for everything? So that's where you got to kind of in. Yeah. That's where a little notebook. Um, yeah. I'll show you. Like, this is like this is this is uh, two months worth of notebooks, probably. <laughs> Me just thinking of stuff. Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just real quick, quick shout out to our to um, teachhoops.com who allows us to keep this this thing going. You know, we're over six hundred and almost seven hundred podcasts. Um, go over and support us, and by supporting teachhoops.com, they allow us to do this. Go over and subscribe um, wherever you uh, like this and leave a review. Those five-star reviews do me a lot. They, I, I know they take time to fill out and do, um, and they mean a ton to, to me and um, to everyone that, that helps us here uh, at Coach Market. So, uh, yeah, let's head back to the podcast. Me just thinking of stuff. Yeah. And then I'm right, right – so I don't use Evernote. I'm old. I mean, but I keep these because they go in my back pocket. It's nice. They're really tiny. Um, so I just carry them around when I'm walking the dogs and I did, Ooh, I'm going to try that. And then, and half the stuff in here, I don't do because it's just like, oh, I tried it, didn't work or it doesn't really fit. Um, so it just kind of depends. But. As it, as it relates to offensive rebounding, I think like the big thing is like, if you got guys leaking out, like the coach that I'm with now, he's like, I just like to keep the four and the five there and the one and the three have to get back. And, and again, you're dealing with summer ball. Right. Like, I mean, if I send five to the offensive glass, you're going to leak somebody out. Good luck. <laughs> like, and usually when you send five, you have four that actually go. Right. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, for it's sure. like dribble to your waist. Well, they're going to dribble it up here. If you say dribble yeah. to their knee, they're going to dribble to their waist. It's never quite what you tell them to do. Right. So, um, so that's where I think 
you know, when, when I, when we, I mean, we played, we've played teams the last couple of years and they crash everybody and we've been a good rebounding team. And it's like, the last thing I'm worried about is creeping down and trying to get a layup. Now, defense, and I'm not ripping on summer ball, but the defense, the intensity, all that stuff right. is different in summer ball. For sure. So he's probably legit on what he's saying because the, yeah. these guys are, they're not, they're just creep. They're, they're not even playing. They're barely closing out and they're already to the other free throw line. Usually want the guards to like the elbows, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then- yeah. So that's legit for what he's saying. I think in a, in a structured high school game or a college game, sure. that's not the case. That's good like, to know. Cause yep. Cause that makes sense. Yeah. So you got to um, take what, what he's saying is he's looking at his snapshot, but you got to look at a bigger snapshot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I like when, when you talk about getting a competitive edge as a coach, like there's little things you can do, like, certain uh, box outs that you can do during free throws to get an offensive rebound there or, or, or even off the tip, like you can get a bucket off of that. So yep. those are like niche things that you can uh, teach during a practice or coach. I guess like, you know, the list could be very long with that. It can, but it's also the list can be long, but then you also have to look at, you know, once you're a high school coach and you're playing the same things, like how can I exploit how can I find advantages against people that I'm going to play? Like there's people in my league that know my out of bounds plays. Right. I will tweak them before I play those specific opponents. (laughs) And then just go back to them. Then he looks at me like what it's like, cause I changed it. Cause I don't want you to know what I'm doing. Cause I know you've scouted like seven straight games. (laughs) I'm going to tweak it just for you. Like there's a chess match involved. That's the fun part of it. In my opinion. Um, You know, when I've had bad teams, I've had to figure out ways to score points. And, you know, how could I do that? Out-of-bounds plays, you know, changing defenses. So, yeah, so, so that list can be really long. You just got to figure out how you can exploit it. Um, early in my career, I out-scouted people. Um, I got more film. I got more things. I was able to out – I can't do that anymore because of huddle and the iCloud and people, you know, I can't do that. So now i got to figure a different way to do that you know something else that i can try to exploit to give me an advantage yep yeah that list can be long yeah you gotta narrow it down um and so like when you're looking at specific game situations then that you like to work on with your players like like you were saying in a, in a playoff game you're down eight with like a minute and a half and you you practiced it so you were able to know what you need to do you need to foul and yep. hit shots yep. so like what are some if you had to give maybe a list of five that you might want to cover within a season or one of like five key game situations that like, that, that are probably going to happen. Yeah. You want to work on end of quarter stuff. You want to work on end of game stuff. Um, you want to work on a following intentionally, which a lot of people don't work on. Mm-hmm. You also want to work on, <laughs> this is a weird one. I'm giving a little bit of a secret here, but you want to work on um, missing a free throw. And throwing it off the front of the rim. Um, it's a skill. It's a skill no one works on. Um, but how many times have you seen down two, three seconds to go, one free throw, lane violation, right? How, how often do you see that? Well, you got to work on maybe throwing it off the front of the rim because it will bounce right back to you if you throw it really hard off the front of the rim. But there's a skill to that. Right. Um, so those kind of things, I think, you know, five, I don't know if I could give you five, I think end of quarter, end of game, free throws, 
um, intentionally fo- how to intentionally foul. Um, and then going back to your football thing, I refer to it as a two minute play, the two minute, you know, you know, when they go, there's two minutes left in the football clock and you got to run your quick offense, yep. you do the same thing. We have a two minute with, all right, two minutes, here we go. Are we going to do this score stop score stop? So, um, yeah, I mean, we want to stay title because of that, because we just kept following and they kept making free throws and we kept following. And then eventually it got to the point where we had a shot. It went to an overtime, went to another overtime, went to another overtime, won, in, won the state championship in the third overtime just because we had timeouts and we had fouls and we had worked on it. You know, we'd worked on foul, timeout, foul, timeout, foul, timeout. So it's that two-minute football mentality you got to work yeah. on. Um, yeah, I like that. So, like – in like your normal practice plan, do you always have like five minutes of like that extra stuff? I don't early. So I'm going to be honest. I don't early. I don't in November. Um, I do post, I do second round on now I'll work on, we play in halves, So I don't have as big an issue anymore, but I'll work on specials. I'll work on side out of bounds. I'll work on, you know, I call them quick hitters or play that we need a couple of them. So I will work on that pre, you know, I talking about the second round when you see when you see teams the second time. So right. we play in we we start in November and end in March. So by January is when I'm starting to put that into practice more. Um, you know, November and December, I'm I'm grinding like I'm working on like here's how we transition from offense to defense, or here's how our calls work, or because um, everyone else is doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, so that I kind of work on that on that breakdown. I don't know if I've put, I think t- breaking time down and breaking drills down. I don't know if I put that on t- on my website yet. I have a really good course on that. I think that's going up soon. Okay, but I can send you. I can send you that if you want to watch it. But basically, it's breaking it into like you're saying pieces of the pie. Right. Um. So that piece of pie maybe is five five percent early it's maybe 15% late Um, because I'm, because I'm keeping their legs. I'm keeping it more mental later in the season, early in the season. I'm trying to put stuff. It's like trying to put your offense in at football. You got to figure out all your, you know, right. That stuff. Yeah. It's implementing is hard is the hard part early. Um, And then with that, like in the beginning, when you're doing all the implementing, like when do you feel confident to run something in a game that you've practiced and how recently do you need to have practiced it to run it in a game? I'll run stuff I've never practiced. Okay. <laughs> so again, this is a little bit of like, um, Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours. You just got to, it's, there's a feel to, there's a little bit of a feel to it. Um, we lost the state title because no lie, someone ran a zone and they hadn't run zone all year and they went to a two, three and we weren't ready and we missed some shots and they, I mean, it was, I don't, it was like 2008 or something. It was crazy. But he and trust me, I know he hasn't – he didn't run zone. All year. I had enough film on him. He sure, did not run zone. Yeah. So, so sometimes it's just you got to try stuff and see if it sticks to the wall. Um, I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if I have an exact answer for that. But, I, you know, I, there's definitely times where I'll feel more confident with things like, I'm going to go with this play rather than this one or this defense rather than this one because we practiced it some more. Um, you know, if things are going well, I'm probably not – it's the it's the cost-benefit thing for me. Um, if things are going well, I might be not going to risk it. If things aren't going well, I'm going to just try it because it might – what do I have to lose? Um, right. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure I have an exact answer to that one. 
Um, yeah. It's like, it's like making, it's like, it's like, I always say it's like making soup. You know, you just, you just know how much salt and pepper to put in. Um, cause you've done it long enough. You sure. Know, the bad soup. And it's like, Oh, ooh, that was too salty kind of thing. Right. That, that makes sense. Um, what was I say? Uh, gosh, I that's okay. No worries. <laughs> You're not old enough. You're not old enough to have a senior moment. I'm old um, enough to have a senior moment. You're not old enough to have a senior bad memory. Um, <laughs> post-its. I like post-its. See, that's my other thing. Post-its are my other thing. I love post-its. Oh, that's good. Thank you, 3M. <laughs> um, the one thing too that is just kind of a, a general question is like, I, I'm used to obviously coaching outside in basketball. You're inside a lot, and like obviously there's some mental health stuff there being inside you're teaching all day and then you're in a gym. Like it's not one of the hardest things you ever have to do is go teach all day and then have the energy to come and do it's it. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Um, That's a real thing. So you just like grow to like accept it and like, yeah, well, I mean, until, until this year I was coaching back to back sports. So I was coaching boys volleyball, which was the fall. Then I was going right to, to basketball so that um so that was hard um I did it because my son was coming up through and they kind of needed a a shift in that program um I uh yeah that's where you gotta you gotta find the you gotta find your team to do that there's an energy to a gym yeah um, and when you get the good teams the energy's there now you gotta fake it sometimes with not so good teams um yeah, and that's the scary part being in the middle of the pandemic is the being inside is the scary part. No. Yeah, I know. I'm not sure what's going to happen this year. Um But yeah, it's you you'll get it. I mean, there'll, there'll be enough energy early that it yeah. And and the thing is once the season gets going, the hard part is that kind of that grind trying to figure out your team early. Once you start playing in a high school season, you're playing a couple times a week. So it's like you play, practice, practice, play, practice, practice, play. I mean, it's not like football where it's once a week. I tell kids yeah. that's what sucks about football. I said, you don't play enough. Right. I said, you do all this work, you play eight games in a high school game or nine, ten or whatever it is. That's mm-hmm. it. It's a lot that's of work. It. It's a lot of work. And you get in, and it's like once a week. I said, basketballs, man, you have a bad game on a Tuesday, you're going to play on Friday again. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's the fun part is there's enough. But it's also the stress of us, like you got to prep for the next team, you know, as you're moving along. So the prep part when you're a younger coach isn't as big a deal. Like it's a freshman and the sophomore. Mm-hmm. It's not the because you just don't know who you're playing and what they do. And, you know, that changes a little bit. Unlike the, the varsity coach, I think it's a little bit more concrete. But Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, it's just interesting, like. Like, I don't know, like, like obviously, like, as it stands now, I, I like, I, I think I want to be a basketball coach, but I'm like, it's a good thing to do with my, like, idle time anyway, to put it towards something positive. And like, mm-hmm. you know, I love coaching, but. Um, and so know, what, what made you get out of football and baseball? Well, I, I mean, I can still help with baseball. Um the, the, the baseball is, is really just like a weather thing. And like, we're losing more and more kids to lacrosse now too, even. Oh, I bet. <laughs> we got lacrosse now. And, and I, 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 yeah. 
there's a reason I don't teach a spring sport because it's like the weather's always canceling spring sports. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and I just, what I, what I like about basketball, it's like a manageable number of kids that you can have relationships with every kid and, and every coach. Um, and, and like everyone can touch the ball. Everyone can make an impact. You can play baseball and not touch the ball the whole game. Same with football. I like that there's energy with the ball. I think getting people to play together and uh, I don't know. I, I like seeing everyone like you have value on this team, even though like your value may be 10 seconds during the game, you get in and you stop. We put you in for a defensive stop. Right. Like, you're no, a part. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's something to That's it. That's why I coach volleyball. Cause I liked volleyball because volleyball is a unique sport in the sense that everyone can kind of find their, they can specialize like, yeah, there's a, like a libero that only plays the back row. There's guys that only hit. There's guys that only, so you can get good at something, and then, yeah, um, and everyone everyone can kind of rotate through, and um, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great sport. Obviously, I've coached it for thirty <laughs> years, but um, I just wondered what the you know football is more. Again, I'm probably gonna get people mad at me on this, but um, football is more medieval, like. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. It's just, don't get me started on it. It's almost <laughs> like football. And then part of it is I'm watching Last Chance You yet. So I'm a little biased. I'm rewatching yeah, yeah. Last Chance You. But it's just almost like, oh, you know, caveman mentality. And you don't get that in basketball as much. Um, you definitely don't get that in baseball. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm just like, like even now, like I just, when, when you get into something and I think it just could be like a trait of a, of a man that you just like, you devote yourself to it and you kind of like are constantly thinking about it. Yep. And I'm like, I guess like there's like, even now, like I'm not even in it, but I'm devoting a decent amount of time to it. Like, but you're going to learn life things about it. Even if you don't do it, that's what I tell the boys too. It's like in my classroom, I give them life lessons every day. I said, are you going to remember you know, confidence intervals and standard deviation that I'm teaching in stats class 10 years from now, maybe, and you might actually use this unlike your algebra, you might use this, but, um, I said, you're going to remember these life lessons. I tell you every day, because some of them are going to resonate with you. Um, and that's the same thing with sports. It's like sports teaches you about getting, I mean, yeah. Getting along with people. Yeah, it teaches you everything you need for life, to be honest with you. Yeah. It was interesting. He's like, John Wooden was an English teacher during his documentary. He's like, you know, I taught plenty of students in English, but the kids that always call me are only are basically the only ones that I've coached. You yeah. know, those yeah. are the ones that I have those deep Because that bond is like, there's it's a it's a warrior bond. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And even when it's bad, even when you have some, like, I've done this. I've clashed heads with some of my players. Mm-hmm the time heals that and then they see what the they see the love behind it eventually most of them not all of them but most of them um yeah so for sure so 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 um, you've got some work philosophy wise have i answered i have some i already know kind of like who i am pretty well perfect like um but, uh, but the other thing that is good and bad is like I'm always willing to listen to someone and so like if I had a team of coaches and Greg I read this in a Greg Popovich book that like he doesn't care where an idea comes from it could be from the last guy if it's a good idea he might use it like if it fits and so like I'm like that almost to a fault like yeah you can't you you have to pick like so 
I have my, I am, I've been like, I early in my career, I don't know if I'd have done this, but probably in the last 10 years, literally my assistant coaches shoot out stuff to me all the time during a game. And I want it. I'm always asking questions. And then, you know, two or three years ago, I had a point guard and I actually had him come into the huddle with the coaches before we went on a timeout and say, all right, what do you guys think? And they would all shoot something. And then I would have to, so the key is you got to be able, this is the hard part. You got to be able to take all that. And then you have to pick something. Right. That was hard for me early because it's like, Ooh, that's a good idea. That's yeah. Like, I mean, I remember, I remember it was, I think it was 2009 and then we were, we were driving to the state tournament because they, we were, we, I don't or maybe we were driving to the school. We weren't driving to the state tournament because we took a bus there, but anyway, and I was with one of my assistants and it's like, it's right before the finals and I'm going, you know, the one, our one, three, one has worked really well. I think I should. And he's going, no, we should do this, 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 this. And then that was like a, that was like a light bulb in my coaching career. It's like, and I remember walking onto the, the Cole center floor and I'm going, God, I, it just has worked. I'm going to, I'm going to, if we need it, I'm going to do it. And I, and I pulled what my gut told me to do and it worked and we ended up winning by like 15 and, but he wasn't being like you, he wasn't saying you're wrong. If you do that, he was just saying, here's why I would do this. Right. But the buck, the problem is when you're that, when you're a coach of any level, the buck stops with you. Right. If, <laughs> and, if it doesn't go well, it's on you. If it goes well, I mean, either right. way. That's the thing is that that's the thing is that's what I tell all the young coaches I talk to is there this you you are you are we are in an information age. The problem is you have to funnel that all that information. Like that's my issue. You mean there's that's my thing is like there's so much stuff on YouTube. Like there's millions. Oh, it's crazy. The problem is here's what I when the pandemic started, all these clinics were going on. I had to stop. It was too much. Because yeah. that, I was going, I was like, a, I was like the dog and up. I always referred like the squirrel, like squirrel, squirrel. Like yeah. I should do this. I should do this. The problem right. is all those people know more than me and they know how to do that stuff, but I can't do all that stuff. I got to figure out what I need. And so then I started. So, so what I started doing was I started doing podcasts on practice planning. I started doing podcasts on building a culture. I started doing podcasts on pressing. I narrowed my topic so much that I could just focus on that and get better at it. Um, otherwise, it's just too much noise, in my opinion. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And that, that's kind of the thing. It's like, as a coach, as a teacher, as whatever, you want to be a learner. You want to have a learner posture. But at the same time, you got to know what you're, what, who you are. I'm going to so- tell you right now what I'm doing. Like, So it's the end of July right now. In August, my August is going to be my COVID month. And, and you're going to go, what does that mean? I go, because I don't know when I'm going to see them. So I'm going to spend the next month figuring out how I can build relationships with my team mm-hmm. without seeing them in person. That's going to be my sole focus. I'm going to do other stuff with teach hoops and I'm going to do all sorts of stuff with all my businesses. And I'm going to go, fit, I'm going to do other things, but my basketball focus is going to be August is going to be, okay, how am I going to do this with my team? Like, and I got some ideas and I've already, like you, I yeah. write things down and yeah. I've got some ideas, but that's got to be my focus. Not the one, three, one, not how I'm going to deal with screens because not important right now. Cause I might not, I might not have a, I might not have a season. I might start late. I might not see them at all. Cause we're virtual until November 1st. So I got to figure out that's got to be my laser focus. And then once I get that figured out, then I can go, you know, like, 
doing some other stuff. Like I was doing my coaches, like we had a coaches meeting this week, my coaches and I, and we did two things. We did situation work. So I was practicing working on situations and then we worked on some practice planning stuff. Like how are we going to break practice down? How are we going to do this? How can we make it better? And then we go off into the world and then we come back and we'll talk about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's why I think you got to figure out what aspect of the game do you want to work on? Cause otherwise you're going to go down another rabbit hole, which is <laughs> no. fine. Yeah. But there's lots of rabbit holes out there. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm just going to like, just go through your courses and that at least gives me a focus of a, give me a yep, pick an offense, pick yeah. a defense, you know, practice, the practice planning one's great. Cause I think you got to figure out how you're going to run your classroom first. Yeah, exactly. Check. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, that's an early part of my roadmap is like, you got to figure out, you know, then the, there's, there's offshoots, but that's, you know, how are you going to run your practice? How are you going to, you know, cause there's all sorts of philosophies about drilling, not drilling, small game side, not small game side, how much time should be on offense, how much time should be on defense, you know, nothing's right or wrong with it. Right. Um, you know, if you ask people, they'll, you know, They'll, they'll tell you what's right or wrong. The best thing I've heard so far about practice planning and, and your thing is like, don't practice, like don't do drills where you're taking shots in practice that are no way you're not going to take them in, in the game. Like they and don't get more shots up. I'm going to give you some advice from someone. Yeah. Get more shots up because right. shots are the first thing to go in a practice in the high school level. Because mm-hmm. uh, you, you're, you're working about your offense, your defense, your opponent, your scouting, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you're not going to win if you don't make shots. Right, film breakdown. How do you do film breakdown? How do you do that? You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Can I ask you one more question? for sure. Um, I got a bunch of sushi waiting for me, so yeah. Oh, it sounds good. I know, isn't it? I know. (laughs) I I feel bad taking you from your family. No, it's all right. Um, So the the last question is, like, as it relates to, like, being confident in yourself and what you're doing, but also having the humility of knowing when to jump ship on – on an offense, on a, on a set play. Uh, and, and so, and again, that, that again, probably comes with, with the experience, but like for you, is it like, you know, my guys are just not. Well, that's one of the things I'm missing right now. Cause I can't test like summer yeah. is my test time. Yeah. Um, like when we put in a new offense in a couple of years, we were testing it, we were trying it. So um, that's what we've talked about as a staff. Let's say we don't start in November and we start in January. Well, we're not going to have time to test because it's going to be January to March is going to be our season if we have one. So uh, maybe it will start in November, but if it doesn't, how, so, so the amount of testing I can do will be smaller probably. Luckily I know the guys that are coming back and their strengths and weaknesses. Um, but yes, that's, it, it's like anything, you know, it's like testing the market, like in a business, you're testing and see if it works. Um, do people like it or don't people like it? Um, what was that? My question in season though, like with your. That's what like, I'm saying. But I tested and I tested in season too. Like I'll okay. test it in our scrimmages and practice. I'll see how it works. Um, I'll film practice then I'll go home and watch it and I go, Ooh, that didn't work. We're not going to put that in a live situation. Now, the step from there to the live is, well, maybe it kind of worked. You know, if things are going well, I'm not, like I said before, I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw it in there if things are going well. If things aren't going well, then I'm going to try it and see if it works. 
Okay. I guess I like, I, I'm probably thinking of it in the wrong lens because I'm coming from football. And if you're running an offense, you're not really going to change your offense to football. It's your set offense. It's like a lot bigger. There's a lot of plays with that. There is. And the thing is, you're not probably going to initially have to worry about that unless you get a head job right away because the head coach is probably going to tell you what to run. Um, yeah. So then you, that takes out the thinking. And then that takes it out. And then you can test it. And then you can do, no matter what offense that head coach tells you to do, you can have variations on it. So if, let's okay. say you're running the Princeton offense. Well, you can do this variation. Maybe you run the motion or you're running dribble drive. You can have – there's all sorts of variations you can do to that base one that the guy, the, the head coach will give you. Give, yeah. That's where you'll kind of experiment. Ooh, we'll try this off the dribble drive. We'll try this. We'll try this. Um, he'll probably give you a – at least I would or I do. Um, here's your foundation. Do this. Run this defensively. Run this offensively. Work on these skills. And then the rest of it's going to be you. Um, right. It. Yeah. Doesn't work. I mean, you're going to do stuff that is horrible. I mean, I've done that. It's horrible. And then you get out of it fast. Call timeout. You know. All right. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. He was saying, uh, Mike Winters was saying, the terminology is a big thing for him, at least. Like, I want my guys coming in when I Yeah, think- there's there's one coming up, too. I think, I think a glossary of terms is really important. I don't remember which coach that was that I was talking to. I think that was Mike Winters. That was him. Yeah, but there's another one that I talked to, too, that's even bigger on the – it literally has a glossary. Like, <laughs> we call it helpline. We don't call it – we you know, all this kind of stuff. Like, um, I think it's one coming up. But anyway, it's basically – so I think that's a that, – and hopefully the head coach will give that to you. Like, here's how we talk about screens. Here's how we talk about these kind of things. So I think that's important. It's cool. All right. Well, great. Right. So so what is today? Um, let me look. Um, I'm hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like it. Um, go over and check out our other podcasts, High School Hoops, Teacher Side Gig. And then uh, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.